0: The swamp drawer where all good produce goes to die dun, dun, dun. we couldn't afford it even when there weren't food shortages we certainly can't afford it now recession proof your grocery budget learn to grow the food your family eats without the weeds or the waste for more information about my simple and easy container gardening course where you will learn to save money by growing your own healthy organic fruits and vegetables Go to joyfulprepcontainergarden.com. Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers were dealing with some pretty heavy stuff, Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things, and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Hi, this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast, and I'm your host, Wendy Bergen. And I am so excited to share with you my guest, Liza Lomax. And um, introduce you to how amazing she is. And you're going to want to have more Liza in your life by the end of this podcast. I can guarantee it. Well, the episode, I guess. So let me introduce you to her. Um, Liza Lomax is a life coach who helps people with an unhealthy relationship with food. Destroy that stronghold it has over their life by walking with them through the Liza's Limitation Lifter System. Liza is also a personal trainer, holistic nutritionist, Reiki master, NLP, EFT, TFT, and REBT practitioner and speaker. Liza struggles, struggled for many years with that stronghold of emotional eating and is now determined to help folks end their battle as well, find their authenticity and love their reflection. Oh, that's sweet. I like the end, love their reflection. Liza, yes. thank you so much for being here today. I am excited to get to know you better and for you to share your wonderfulness with my listeners. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so we want to get to know you better. So mm-hmm. maybe just kind of like the Reader's Digest version. Is there still Reader's Digest out there? I don't even know. I think store. so. I think it still is around. I'm aging me a little bit, isn't it? Um,
1: well, I know what that
0: is, so okay. I mean, it's <laughs> so we'll aging both of us, so. Right on, let's go with it, I guess. So kind of give us that Reader's Digest version of your story and how you got to be, um, have all these letters after your name and know all the things that you know.
1: <laughs> the alphabet soup, yeah, right? the, alphabet, the alphabet of of, of uh, certifications. and of awesomeness. And of awesomeness, yes, yes. <laughs> modalities and all those things, yes, right. yes. So Um, yeah, I mean, why I do what I do is is based on my own personal transformation, my own personal journey. And, you know, I struggled with eating disorders. I struggled with toxic relationships. I struggled with diet pills, diet programs. I struggled with body image, emotional eating.
0: Uh,
1: I struggled with, you know, I was, I was mentally and emotionally and physically and sexually abused. I, you know, went from one toxic relationship after another, after another, I've, you know, I was addicted to diet pills. I almost died twice. Um, there's been such a huge plethora and gamut of things that I went through. And I, you know, I was the, I was the oldest of four. I have, three other siblings. And my mother suffers from mental illness, whether she chooses to believe it or not. And my stepfather was never home. And my dad is from another country who I only saw limited times growing up. So I took on the role of being the caregiver. I took on the role of being the parent and uh, did all the things that I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be the perfect one. I'm supposed to set an example. I'm supposed to do all the things and take care of everybody. And And one thing that we we don't learn, we learn this as an adult is that for one, if you identify as a woman, you have been conditioned to be an unpaid caregiver for the rest of your life. It's fact, you've been conditioned that way. We've been essentially brainwashed, um, instilled with beliefs and habits and stories that aren't even ours. You know, we take them on from our society, from our childhood, from the people around us, from our parents, whatever our environment is around us. And so- You know, I took on all these, these things, these habits, these behaviors, these patterns, and, you know, went, got up. I've been, I've been super, super skinny and I've been super, super overweight. And it never mattered where I was on the scale, no pun intended. I was always unhappy with who I saw in the mirror. My reflection, always um, struggle with body dysmorphia. So when I looked in the mirror, I literally saw a monster. I didn't see the person that I see now. So I really struggled with that. And at the time I I got up to, I got up to about 300 pounds and I was 26. And this was even after I had my son, I was even, I was, I was, I was already up to that point before I even had him. And so at the time when I was 26, he was actually uh, almost two. And the doctor would told me that if I didn't lose weight, I was going to die. And so I was like, well, I want to live to see my son grow older, so I'll lose the weight for him. So again, putting my needs, wants, desires on the back burner and lost the weight. I lost 105 pounds. took me about uh, 13 months to do that. However, I got to that point, I lost all this weight, still unhappy with who I saw in the mirror, still didn't like who I saw. And I went back to the same habits, the same behaviors, the same stories. About five years later, down one down the road, I literally hit a rock bottom and not everybody has to hit a rock bottom, but that's where I hit. I was just, I did things to myself. Nobody should ever do to themselves. I put myself in situations nobody should ever do. I literally just had such a disdainment and hatred for myself and hit a rock bottom and whether you believe in God, higher source, higher power. Um, I really believe God was telling me that I needed to change and something had to give, and I had to learn how to take care of myself. I had to learn how to love myself. And I'm like, well, how does one learn how to love self? You're not, you know, you're not given a book on how to love self. So I did the things I did the therapy. I, uh, read all the self-help books. And so I'm going to date myself because Back then, like if you were caught reading self-help books, people thought there was something wrong with you. And so you'd be hiding in the corner of the bookstore, the library, like reading the, reading the books, like I can't let anybody see me because there's something wrong with me. Nowadays it's praise. It's like, yes, personal development. Yay. Good for you. Like taking care of yourself. So I did all the things. And it wasn't until I had this epiphany, I had this aha moment, this realization, awareness, whatever you want to call it. I had this moment, this light bulb moment where I realized that, wait a minute, I'm going out this backwards. I need to take care of what's going on in the inside. Like I keep going outside, outside myself. And that's what we do is we go outside of ourselves for happiness, for fulfillment, to change something about ourselves. To fix ourselves because we think that we're broken. We're not broken. We don't need to be fixed. What needs to change is what's going on inside your your inner stuff, your inner crap that you're holding on to. It needs to change. It needs to shift. Um, I use the term shift your shit because that's what we need to do is shift. We need to shift what's going on. And so having that realization, I was like, oh. Yeah. Ooh, I need to do the inner work. Ooh, I'm not sure if I want to do that. That's scary. That's getting out of my comfort zone. That's doing the things that I've never done before, explored a foreign territory that I'm not sure I want to explore. But I knew that if I didn't, I wasn't going to change. I wasn't going to evolve. I wasn't going to grow into the person that I met now. And so I did, I did all the things I, you know, I learned to love myself. I shifted all that stuff. I took care of that stuff. I, um, you know, I did a lot of healing on myself. I shifted a lot of mindset. I reprogrammed myself, reframed those beliefs, those habits, those stories, those sabotaging behaviors, those things that get got triggered all the time. I did the work. And then I went out and I was like, I got to share my story. Like Other people have to know this thing. That's the magic pill. That's the magic potion that everybody is looking for striving for. As long as you do the inner work, everything else will fall into place. It's like, you have to love yourself first before you can love another person. You have to take care of yourself first before you can truly take care of another person. Oxygen mask on yourself first in life. And, And then I was like, I got to learn all the things. So I went out and got certifications and the whole alphabet soup, multiple different things. And flash forward, that's where I'm at now is, is helping people not only, you know, and it's, it's not about the weight. It's not about, you know, the emotional eating aspect. It's emotional eating is just a symptom of an underlying issue that you don't want to have a heart to heart, face to face conversation about. That's all that emotional eating is. That's all, really, that's why we hold on to the weight. A lot of us do, is because there's something else under the surface that we don't want to take care of, we don't want to handle. So once you can uncover that, go deep and do the inner work, you can heal a lot of that stuff. And so helping them, you know, reframe their beliefs, those habits, those stories, do the inner work, you know, and they get to the point where they're like, oh, it wasn't about the weight, was it? It's like, no, it was never about the weight. It's like, oh, I need to change my, I need to change the insight. So we, you know, like people come to the, they're like, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to lose weight. And it's like, okay, well, we'll lose, you'll lose weight. But really, what's really underneath the surface, what needs to be healed is what's underneath the surface. You need to heal the mental, the the spiritual, the psychological, the emotional baggage that we hold on to. And once you can heal all that, the physical weight drops off.
0: Mm, Interesting. It's It's magic. I love magic. It is.
1: It's like magic. But it takes consistency it takes perseverance it takes having grace and ease with yourself it takes you know being consistent you know setting being conscious consciously aware setting those intentions having the awareness I mean there's there's lots of factors that go into play and it might sound like it's really hard and it might sound like it's really drawn out but think of how long your listeners you know Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this Mm -hmm. think of how long that you've been struggling with this issue Mm -hmm. 30 25 years 30 years 50 years however mm-hmm. long yeah that to, 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 to heal that and to take care of that stuff does not take nearly as long as how awesome. long you've been holding on Brilliant. to all that
0: other stuff that makes sense yeah um i thank you um You're welcome. and i want to go back to something you said at the beginning of this and just have you clarify for me personally, because I ruffled at your um your definite uh I don't know, I don't think definition is the right word, but when you said that women are raised to be unpaid caretakers. Yes. So I ruffle at that, and I heard you say that on another podcast. I was like, I don't think that's true. And I did. Ponder, <laughs> <laughs> I pondered that. I did ponder mm-hmm. it. I haven't pondered it since um, until then. You said it again. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Um, why? Why do I ruffle at that? And is is that true? Uh, because I don't. I don't know that I believe that.
1: So that is a belief that we have taken on from uh, it's a it's an old generational belief. It's an old ancestral belief. It's an old paradigm uh, belief that, as as a woman, you have to be the caregiver. You have mm-hmm. to be the caretaker. You have to take care. You got to be the nurturer. You got to mm-hmm. give, 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 give. Right. So when you set that in your psyche and you set that intention that I'm going to give, 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 mm-hmm. then the opposite is 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 a lie. Is a lie. You can't do that. Like that's that's taking that's taking care of yourself. That's selfish mm-hmm. because we're raised to give, give, give. And to take Mm. care of everybody around us we have to take care of we have to be the caregiver we have to take care of things like you know uh uh, even men men are conditioned to not show their emotions right men are conditioned to push their emotions down well we are also i mean everybody is conditioned to push their emotions down. but anybody who identifies as a man they're like hey Um, I can't show my emotions. I got to be the man in the household. I got to be tough. I got to be strong. I got to take care of the things. Mm -hmm. I got to be, you know, the head of the household and I got to, you know, that kind of thing. Whereas, you know, as women, it's like, we got to be the moms, the nurturers, Mm -hmm. like we're the givers, we're the bringers of life. You know right. I mean? It's like, that's, that's, that's the mentality that, mm-hmm. that they have. So saying that you're an unpaid caregiver is true because you're not getting paid to do these things. You're choosing, you made a choice to be this way. You mm-hmm. ch- made a choice to be the caregiver. Right. And well, sort of made a choice. You, mm-hmm. that was instilled in you. That was, right. that was ing- deeply ingrained in you at a very young age. You were conditioned mm-hmm. right. to be that way. So then you get to a certain point in your life and you're older and you're like empty, either either an empty nester or, you know, you get to a certain age and you're like, wait a minute. I, I just, I've never really taken care of myself. I've never really given myself the chance to be me. Who am I? You know? And sometimes you get to a point where all your, if you're an empty nester, all your kids get out out of school and they go on to college and they do the thing. And you look at your spouse and you're like, who are you? I don't even know you. Like, I don't even know who I am. A lot of times that happens and divorce happens or split or, or you learn to reconnect with each other. You do a lot of self work on yourselves and then you come together again. I mean, there's so many different situations and different things, but you get to a certain point in your life where like things have to change. Like something has to give, like, I'm not happy and it's it's because we've been we've been so you can call brainwash. We 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 have been, and but it's not our parents' fault, and it's not our parents' parents' fault. Right. It just it's those are the tools that they had at the time that they thought that they were instilling in us that they thought was the best thing for us that they thought was going to yeah. help us in the long run. When really all they were doing was instilling them, their emotional trauma onto us, and then we take our emotional trauma and instill it on our children and our children and their children, and then so forth and so forth until you break that cycle, mm-hmm. until you break that pattern it's going to keep going on and on and on
0: it's interesting so i'm I'm hearing what you're saying and i'm thinking um i i just um published an episode a couple weeks ago called the errand of angels is given to women and Mm -hmm. um in my episode it talks like i it's a song that we sing in church that that part of that um that title is part of a verse yeah. and it talks about how though that we we choose to take it the errand of angels but we do so with power it's not just like it, when so okay i'm try, i'm struggling to um, formulate exactly how i want to say this so i hear what you're saying and i agree with you but i also agree that we can choose to take care of ourselves like Mm -hmm. you're saying which is what i do say in that podcast episode actually i talk about the fact that we can't take care of anybody unless we first take care of ourselves yes because the pattern of self-reliance is we care for ourselves we care for those we love and we go out and serve the world Mm-hmm. And but the the hinge pin is all about us caring for ourselves as well as men. All everybody has to care for themselves mm-hmm. first. There's mm-hmm. a the book um by Greg McEwen, I think it's in Essentialism or Effortless, I can't remember which book it is, but he talks about protecting the asset and that yeah. we are the asset. And yes. every one of us is the asset. Yes. And so when that asset gets compromised, then everything that the point of the asset is no longer, you know, valid. It's not working. Mm -hmm. And so me as the asset, you as the asset, we have to learn how to, take care of ourselves. And it's, it's so cliche to say that. And so as I, so I want to make one more comment and then ask another question. So I loved also, and thank you for your explanation as well. Mm -hmm. I will continue to ponder over it it, because it's, it's still ruffling me, but that's okay. I'm okay to be ruffled because there, that usually means there's some truth somewhere that I need to identify. And if there isn't, then I'll put it to bed as well. That's all That's what we do, right? We discover truth in what people say. Yeah. So um, I like what you said about that we're not broken. Yes. I, when I listened to you on the other podcast, you said the same thing, and I was, and it hit me right into my heart. Like, oh my I tear God. up right now because we go around the world thinking that there's something wrong with us. Yeah. We're not this, we're not that, we're not pretty enough. My skin's not clear. I've got five daughters. Yeah. And you know, all these things. And I just look at them and I think they're amazing and gorgeous and perfect. And yet yeah. they believe all the stuff that isn't true. And yeah. so I really love your message of telling us that we're not broken. Mm-mm. We're not broken. Yeah. And yeah. It's a beautiful truth to believe. Yeah. I, yeah. I like that. But
1: so, it's it, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's <sighs> Yeah. You, I mean, you can get to that point in your life, like, right. Like what you do right now, you can get to that point in your life. You're like, wait a minute, I got to start putting myself first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But prior to that, it was not putting yourself first. You were doing all the things, taking care of all the things. Yeah. So a lot of people stay stuck in that Mm -hmm. caregiver Mm -hmm. mode and don't think anything of it. You know, until they get to a certain point in their life where they're like, oh, wait a minute, light mm-hmm. bulb goes off. Yeah. I have to do the things to take care of myself right. now because I have nobody else to take care of. Right. So, oh, i got to take care of myself now. Oh, wow. Okay. Or, yay, I get to take care of myself now.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, you know, and it's, and, and like you, and I'm thinking about my girls, I haven't been a good example of teaching them how to take care of themselves either. Um, I have my middle daughter. She is great at taking care of herself. Like I've even praised her for it many times. Like she just has a knack of knowing what she needs for herself. And I'm very grateful for her example to me, honestly. Um, and I've got my younger two girls that, you know, I'm working with trying to, um, you know, help them understand their value. It, their value is just their work. I mean, it just is. You, we come yes. to Earth just magnificent. Yes. We just are yes. magnificent, yes. and I do believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get trapped in these these lies, and we have to learn how to identify what a lie is, and then do. Then you have to shift the paradigm, right? Because if what yeah. you're saying is true about being an unpaid caretaker, that ruffles my feathers. I have to sit here and think, do I have to shift something? I may have to, <laughs> that yeah. can be, that can be a little like, well, cause you feel like a, a fool.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: when you come face to face with some truths, you're like, Oh, I'm a fool. And you don't want to, that's not really what happens. It's just, that's an emotional response. Like I'm a fool, but, um, but then the Plus, truth it, is so beautiful once yeah. the truth is revealed Yeah, and you can deal with the truth right
1: all right and i mean when 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 that happens it's to to me i look at it as it's just a jumping off point to start mm-hmm. something else like something True. else needs to shift like you know like um you know fear yeah there's a difference between fear and like oh my god fear like right. you're in danger and whatever right. so fear is like okay like a roadmap so on the roadmap you have you know you have markers and you have point you know like you take road trips you know right. you have the you have the markers so each marker is like okay this is this is something i have to work on to get to the next destination so what do mm-hmm. i need to work on and what do i need to shift mm-hmm. on this marker to get to the next location right and then so forth and so forth and so forth you know how do i how do i get out of my comfort zone and to heal the things, right. to shift the things. So if something, if I'm coming across something, then I have. If I'm my feathers are ruffled, then there's mm-hmm. some limiting belief mm-hmm. that I'm holding onto that needs to shift. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's something that's in my subconscious that probably has been housed in there for a very, very
0: long time. That I need right? to shift. Yes. I mean, because yeah. I think my understanding is a lot of these these things that are with us now they're generational they've been yes. ha- you know mm-hmm. you said they've been passed down forever but they're almost sunk in our dna on some levels too is that i've read some things that suggest there's something like that maybe not dna i don't speak scientist stuff <laughs>
1: well so there's there's some things scientifically yes so stress anxiety mm-hmm. fear uh can shift our genes can shift
0: mm, in our bodies. Makes sense. Like, so
1: there's things. I mean, our brain is capable of so many things. True. and and sh- and stress is is a huge thing. I mean, it can mm-hmm. shift so many things in right. our bodies and do right. so much dis-ease, which eventually turns into disease. Yes,
0: I agree. You know,
1: so you can shift things and can you know uh, rewrite things. Yeah. Rewrite though. You can rewrite your limiting beliefs. You can right. rewrite, you know, reframe all those habits and stories mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. things that you've told yourself and work on those things that get triggered. So when right. things get triggered, it's like, oh, ah, there's some work behind that. Right. And it might not be very deep or it might go really, really deep. And there's mm-hmm. there's tools out there. There's tools that I teach that help, you know, transition that to help right. trans trans uh What's that word? Um, transcend those things Lovely. and yeah. get you to enough. Get you to the level, or get you to the place where you need to get to, or get you to that road roadmap, right? Mark, you know, marker that mm-hmm. so you can get to the next destination,
0: right? Um, and that's that's great. Thank you for just kind of interacting with me, just with my ruffled feathers. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> um, but no it's problem. good because I like mm-hmm. that because I'm like, oh, I got to think about this. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I like doing that. So as you were talking earlier we talked you talked about we have to love ourselves and it you know we talk about the the mask on the face first the you know the oxygen mask and we all know what that looks like, an image, and it's become, I'm not just suggesting you're wrong, or, but we've said it so much, that it's almost cliche. We're like, yeah, yeah, yes. I know, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to put the oxygen and mask on. We
1: know, but we don't
0: do it. Right. Right. <laughs> so what are some, what are just a few ideas that you have that myself and the listeners, what can we do just to begin that ball rolling? And how do we develop, because I think it's a skill. Mm -hmm. I think that learning to love ourselves is a skill.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One of the simplest things, and I know we talked about this prior, Mm -hmm. is, is loving yourself and going to the mirror every single morning and saying I love you to yourself. Yeah. It's so simple, yet we make it so hard. We can say, I love you to every person out there, our spouse, our partner, our kids, our grandmother, or whoever, you know, our networking people that we're, you know, in groups with. I mean, we can say, I love you to all kinds of people, but we have a hard time saying it to ourselves. And that goes back to, we've been programmed to think that taking care of ourselves is selfish and putting our needs, our wants, our desires, you know, are that's wrong, you know, and so going to the mirror every single morning. Now, I give people a challenge. And I know you've heard this before, where I challenge people like just for the next five days, just for the next five days, go to the mirror every single morning and say, I love you document, like journal it. Like, how are you feeling? What's going on? What's going on in your body? How are you responding? How are you reacting? What is your body telling you? Or do you feel uncomfortable? Do you feel like this is stupid? Is it awkward? Is it, um, tears start forming in your eyes? I mean, what, what's going on for you while you're doing this and really pay attention to it just do it for five days, just five days. Now, if you continue doing that over and over and over again, you will consciously override that belief that you don't love yourself, wow. okay? Now, everybody probably says, oh, I love myself, I love myself. It's like, no, I guarantee you that you go to the mirror every single morning or you wake up wherever or there's some moment in your day where you put yourself down. You tell yourself you're ugly, you're fat, you're stupid, you're disgusting, you're not worth it, you're not good enough, you're not tall enough, mm-hmm. you're not small enough, you're whatever the dialogue is, right. that's not loving yourself. Right. But going and making a conscious decision or conscious intention to the mirror and look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you, you can't actually override that. Now, mm. there's a lot of coaches out there that use, use the mirror technique in different ways and different fashions. Mm. I like it to, to take it to a scientific perspective because I'm a little bit of a science nerd. I like the science. Yeah. So, science says that if you... If you, that, when you are attracted to something or someone, your pupils dilate. Okay. And your pupils dilate. If you go to the mirror every single morning and say, I love you and keep doing it and doing it and doing it. set so that conscious intention to do that every single morning or wherever, and any time of right. the day, mm-hmm. and you start to notice your pupils dilate. Mm-hmm. You are overriding that belief that oh, you don't that's love cool. yourself. That's
0: yes. really
1: cool. Yes. yes. <laughs> totally overriding it. So um I always but I always give a disclaimer. Like, so I do I do a talk called Making the Mirror Your Friend, where I talk about this technique. Okay. And I always put a disclaimer out there and I always say, okay, so don't get mad at me if you go up to your partner, or your spouse, or your kids and look them in the eye. And when they say, <laughs> I love you, are their pupils dilated? <laughs> don't, 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 right. don't get mad at me if their pupils are dilated, you That's know? Right. So, but it's just, it's, 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 it, you got to do it over and over and over yeah. and over and yeah. over. I mean, you didn't get loo- you, you, you a habit overnight. You can't lose a habit overnight. Right. You gain weight overnight. You can't lose it overnight. We know right. that consciously. We know that. Right. But subconsciously, we have all these beliefs and all these stories that we're telling ourselves and these tapes playing over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. And we're telling ourselves these just negative thoughts. And the inner critic is just eating at us and Mm. eating at us and eating at us all the time. Yeah. You're not loving yourself. So why not do something very simple, like go to the mirror and say, I love you. Right. It changes so many things and it shifts so many things. You'll have bigger, brighter days. You'll feel happier. You'll feel, you'll feel more accomplished. You can get things done. I mean, the people around you, it affects the people around you, that energy Mm -hmm. you put out there. You know, it just, it, it changes so many things and shifts so many things, which is those three little words.
0: So amazing. Isn't it just amazing? Yes. And, and, it's, and I, ha, like I said, I listened to the podcast you were on here a, a week or so ago and I heard you say that. And so I thought, okay, okay, Liza, I'm going to do that. And, <laughs> a little sassy. And so I've been, I have been, I, I, you know, I'm yeah. in the bathroom in the morning and I look at myself and I say, I love you. And, and all of a sudden I'll say more, even just yes. not even, and I smile uh-huh. I I'll, I'll say I love you. I really do love you, and there's a smile and there's just kind of a joy between me and yeah. the mirror. <laughs> I know Aww, that sounds really silly, yeah. but but it 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 is a it is a thing, and I, that's just me. I don't know mm-hmm. that that will happen for every single person, right. but um but it's nice to look at yourself and and believe that yeah, I really mm-hmm. do love you. You're you're a great person. I love yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that and explaining that. And I love a simple thing. And you can even pull down, you're in the car, running your kids around, stop for a minute, pull that visor down. Tell yourself you love yourself. Right there, (laughs) you can do it.
1: Right. Walking past a door, walking past yeah. a window or a store and you see a reflection, tell yourself I love you. Exactly. You're looking at your phone. It's like, say I love you. I, love I mean, you. it's like, there's so many different ways, so many different times Absolutely. that you can make that happen. Yeah.
0: And is it more, does it matter if you say it out loud or, or in your head? Does it matter? It doesn't really matter. No, okay. you
1: are, oh, I, I do a lot of uh, talks about how we speak to ourselves, mm-hmm. the words we say to ourselves, all those kinds of things. And you are always listening, which means Mm -hmm. your subconscious is
0: always Mm -hmm. listening all the time, you
1: know, and so you're always listening. So be mindful, be mindful of the words that you're saying yourself, be mindful of the things that you're hearing, be mindful of what's with the dialogue and the stories that you're telling yourself in your head. Be very mindful of that, because then what happens is it goes and it hangs out in your subconscious Mm-hmm. And and then it just waits for the prime opportunity to rear its ugly head back at you because mm-hmm. you've essentially been telling mm-hmm. yourself all these things. Right. And then it reminds you that no, 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 you told us this about you. Um, you told us this about ourselves. So we everything you tell us, we believe to be fact. We believe to be that's true. true. We can't believe this other thing. That's mm-hmm. why a lot of people can't receive compliments. That's why a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of people, um, especially women have a hard time Mm -hmm. receiving compliments because they've been telling themselves this dialogue over and over and over again i'm ugly fat stupid disgusting not worth it not good enough not tall enough not small Mm -hmm. enough all i'm not beautiful you know all those things Mm -hmm. but telling themselves all those things and so and then what happens too is that energy gets projected out there and then it gives everybody else the opportunity to to send it right back to you i Mm -hmm. mean and and then you're like why are you? Why are you so mean to me? Or why are you saying these things? And it's like, well, you've been telling yourself the same things. So, right. So you're always listening. Your, yeah. your subconscious is always, always paying attention paying to what attention. you say. So if you can switch the dialogue, and it, it's going to happen. Everybody is. We're 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 spiritual beings having a human experience. Right. We're in these human bodies. Mm-hmm. We're gonna say that these things. We're gonna, re, you know, we're gonna mm-hmm. do the things like. I still from time to time have a thing in my head. I'm just like, What why is that that?" you know, where did that come from? You know, I just know I have to do more work because we're works in progress. We have to keep doing the work, we have to keep in order to change and evolve and grow, we got to do the work. We got to do right. the work. And it's not really work, you know? It's like, it's part right. of life, you know? And but we it make it work and we make it hard and make it change We do.
0: We make it all, uh, yeah. And it can be joyful. Like, we'll just bring yes. it back to joyfully prepared here. But, um, but it, yeah. why can't it be, like like you said, you said something earlier that kind of was like, Hmm, I'm not sure, but I'm not scared of uncovering it. I'm kind of intrigued at the thought uh-huh. of maybe I don't know something, you know what I mean? Like, that's okay. Yeah. Not to yeah. know something and then to yeah. find out what may or may not, you know what I mean? And it's not mm-hmm. just what you say, but it's all question all the things, you know, the thoughts that aren't positive. We, we should be quite like, is that really true? Is that yeah. a true thought? <laughs> right. right. That doesn't make me feel good inside when I think that no. thought. So that can't no, be a true thought, but right. your easy way of saying, I love you. I think we can combat those lies with the truth yeah. that way. That's simple. Yeah. Truth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think of all the things that you that we say to ourselves on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. It's like the words we say to ourselves or how we talk to ourselves has a huge, profound impact on how we show up, Mm -hmm. how we show up in our our days and our weeks and our months, how we show up in general. Right. And then think about that. So it's not just the words that we say to ourselves that have the impact because words are just words, right? It's the emotional, it's emotions that we're, we're, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, that we're and the reaction, how we react and energetically Mm. what's going on. Mm. So, again being very mindful of how how you talk to yourself because that gets put out there and it's right. like okay well if you're experiencing, if you're if you're hearing this dialogue or you're hearing this thing and you're repeating this thing and you're having an emotional response and they're reacting to it then you need to work on that right. that's something you need to work on like you said you ruffle you've got your feathers ruffled when I said that thing so mm-hmm. there's something that mm-hmm. needs to shift there's something that needs to be needs to be changed right.
0: yeah 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 but I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with staying, because yeah. I I can already figure out um, personally what's going on, and it'll be okay, because I have a journal, mm-hmm. and I write a lot of things in my journal to kind of get it out of me, and then yeah. I'll be like, oh, that's really cool. And then, it, it for me, that's a lot of the ways that I do that kind of work. It doesn't come that fast, but, you know, sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. So, thank you. I appreciate your wisdom, and your counsel, and your advice, and... Like I said at the beginning, we're going to want more Liza in our lives. So (laughs) we need to know where we can find you. Will you share that with us? Yes.
1: Yes. I am everywhere. No, (laughs) I am. I kind of am everywhere. I, um, you know, anybody who's listening, you know, can check out my website. It's super easy. LizaLomax.com. I'm also on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Clubhouse. I have a YouTube channel. Um, I'm everywhere. So, Wonderful. Well, that's nice. <laughs> TikTok. I'm on TikTok. Oh, good. Uh, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, if you're a business owner, yeah. so yeah. just all the places. That's and fantastic. even if you Google, you can Google my name. I'm, I'm right. sure there's a we'll bunch of things about. that'll come up. I've been, you know, I've, I've done, I love doing podcasts, super mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a speaker, so I have done a lot of speaking, you know, uh, gigs and things like right, that. So right. I'm 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 everywhere, and, and I have a little bit of me everywhere. So That's you can awesome.
0: find me. way. Oh. Yeah. Liza, more Liza in our lives. And <laughs> on top of that, um, just all the things she said. You can also go to the show notes for this podcast episode, and I will have all her links and different things in there too, so you can find her easily that way. Yay. So. Well, thank you so much. You. I really appreciate the time that you have spent with me. And with our listeners, and I just wish you the very best. And I'm really grateful that we're friends. This yes. has been this has been just delightful for for me. Yes. I'm so selfish, but it's been delightful for me. Oh, I love. I'm <laughs>
1: likewise. I feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Thank You're you welcome. very much. All yes. right. I just love speaking with Liza. I love her message of self care and loving oneself. And I'm really grateful that she had the opportunity to come on and and share her wisdom in this episode. And you can, like I said, in the, um, earlier, you can find all her information in the show notes. I just wanted to thank you for listening and for your support. If you will teach these things to other people, you are going to have greater retention of what you've learned. You'll be able to implement them. You'll be able to share with other people like I just said that, obviously, but sharing with other people helps you retain helps blesses their lives because you have friends, people in your your world who are listening to you. You can share with your children, your spouse, friends. I've worked I've worked a bunch of podcasts into um, comments I've made in church. <laughs> so it it doesn't really matter who you're sharing it with. It's that you're sharing it. You're teaching it to someone. I would love for you to share the podcast itself with other people as well. Will you um, encourage them to, I hope you will subscribe and download and encourage your friends and other people to do the same, to help, um help our podcast grow. And I wanted to invite you to um, join my free Facebook group, which is joyfulprepgroup.com. So www. We had to pick the longest letter, World Wide Web, right? Had to pick the longest letter. Pronouncing. Sorry, I died. I'm you know tangent. So www. Dot Dot com is my free Facebook group, and I would love for you to join and come hang out with us and learn things and share with others what you know. So enjoy your day. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.